Welcome to Party Notes, insights into planning weddings and events. I'm your host, Scott Hornack, co-founder of Craig Scott Entertainment. With over 40 years of experience, I'm going to take you behind the scenes in the business of weddings and parties. We'll talk with venue owners, general managers, event planners, photographers, chefs, florists, and even some of our own clients to give you everybody's perspective on planning events. So sit back, relax, and take comfort in knowing that you're not alone and one step closer to turning your vision into a reality. I'm joined today with my co-host, my friend, and also the saxophonist with the Craig Scott Band, Matt Townsend. Matt, say hi. Hello, and thanks again for having me. I'm glad you're here. I think we have some important topics today and, and something that I feel strongly with and that how to make your wedding seamless from start to finish. And I'm not just talking about the reception, but I'm talking from ceremony to cocktail hour and then yes to the reception itself. And one of those ways that, that I've developed and to think of it is each section is a movement like a classical work of music where you have your first movement, your second movement, and your last movement. And a good example would be the 1812 Overture. It starts off very soft, then it builds and builds, and at the very end, it's boom, da 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 There's cannons, there's everything. So we don't have the cannons at the reception, but that's when you have your big dancing and it changes the whole feel. So let's even start right at the ceremony. And with the ceremony, you're trying to create a softer environment. It's the more serious part of a wedding itself. And I think one of the best ways is to go in a little understated. I love solo guitar. I love flute. I love violins, cellos. And what we do is we match the instrumentation to the songs that you pick because you want the best representation of those songs. Now, when we move from the ceremony to the cocktail hour, this is where I'm talking about creating a seamless flow. The idea is to have different musicians playing for your cocktail hour because people don't really realize this, but before the actual ceremony starts, the musicians are playing prelude music. The prelude music is before the ceremony, before you walk down the aisle, before your bridal party walks down the aisle. So you're entertaining them with just some background music. Then we get into the parents' processional, bridal party processional, and then, of course, the bride's processional. You go through your whole ceremony. You have your recessional, more upbeat. It can be fun. I really do like it when people pick a fun recessional song that's really going to tell the story and put their fingerprint on their wedding. Some people really have great ideas and have great sense of humor. You know, Matt, there was one wedding that we did where the groom was just hysterical. He was a wise guy, but in a funny way. And you could see that his fiance just loved his humor and everything. Their recessional was Highway to Hell by ACDC. <laughs> and I thought when he was telling me, I thought he was just busting awesome. my chops. <laughs> But no, you know, that's what it was. And they had the guitars do it. And I can't tell you how many people had come back to us from that wedding because they just had such a great time. And the fact that this told the story, this really reflected the guy and how much fun he was. And he had that never take anything too seriously. So I thought that was a great idea. But now here's where I'm talking about a seamless flow. So you do your recessional, then you have your postlude music, and that's going on as the rest of your guests now are filing out 
of the ceremony. And there's that time when you're going from the ceremony to the room for the cocktail hour or outside to inside. I think it's key to keep that music going, but then have music playing in the cocktail hour room. So people are at a point where they're leaving the ceremony, they're stopped, they're at a point where they really can't hear the ceremony music anymore, but then they're walking into a room where the cocktail hour is, and before they get into that room, they're hearing that music, and it's kind of pulling them in and setting the tone in that room. The best way to do that is pick a different instrument, different people playing. Because otherwise, you're going to have a guitarist running from the ceremony. At some point, he's going to have to stop, and he can't then get to the cocktail hour room before anybody gets there. Yeah, we're commonly a keyboard player that has to then move his whole keyboard, set it up, and put an amp up there. Yeah, yeah for me in particular, I'll do solo saxophone until the other instrument is set up. But the point is to lead people to the room seamlessly, as you were saying, by already having music there, follow the music. Correct. So if we do, let's say we do keyboard for the ceremony, let's do guitar for the cocktail hour, Mm -hmm. or one of my favorites now is solo sax, especially tenor sax because you have that deep sexy sound Mm. i think the visual is great and the sound is great and you're also mobile you can move around and go to different spots but again it's that seamless flow from one to the next not only that we're creating a whole different ambiance so it's much lighter a little bit more serious towards the beginning of the ceremony you can get a little bit more fun towards the end but now at cocktail hour people are having cocktails let's change the music up a little bit more Mm-hmm. and create a different vibe, make it fun. We're trying to build and prep everybody for the reception and the final movement. So yes, we can do keyboard, we can do sax, we can do jazz musicians. Even I love the unplugged sound now too, don't you? Like mm-hmm. that coffee house cover vibe. Absolutely. And it's also just the concept and the whole point of saying you had this energy and this first movement of the ceremony, which is the most important part of the wedding is that 15 to 20 minutes of that component. The rest of it's a party. It makes a lot of sense to mix up the instrumentation for the cocktail hour as you're basically setting the tone for the reception there. I always find it interesting as well when the bride and groom enter the cocktail hour area. That's always something where I know if I'm playing in particular, I always try to start a new song that's sort of, you know, symbolic of them there and everybody's clapping. And I would always laugh because I'm like, hey, they're clapping for me. No, they're actually not. No, they're clapping because the bride and groom just entered the room. So I'm like, hey, they, they think I sound good. No, 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 they're, they're clapping for the people they're there to, to see and celebrate with. The point is getting that energy started right there. And really, it should be one thing after the other that's leading towards the reception, right? Exactly, so. exactly. And you know, it's interesting. You talk about the bride and groom walking into cocktail hour because they are getting some pictures done usually after the ceremony as well. You know, when I first started in the business, the whole thing for cocktail hours, the bride and groom had a cocktail hour in a separate room, like in the brothel suite and the brothel party. And I always thought that was weird because you're spending all this money on a big spread for cocktail hour and everybody's there, but yet you're upstairs in a little room room with just a small trays and and not as big a spread or people are bringing the food up to you. Mm -hmm. Enjoy your cocktail hour. And that's also another one of the future shows that we're going to do and that's timing. But be around your guests and enjoy the day. This is a wedding that you're planning. You're spending so much money on this day. Enjoy every part of it. 
the relief as their first chance to really to celebrate finally sealing the deal. Yeah, exactly. So the anxiety and the relief that they're feeling too seems kind of silly to be alone for that. Right. And the pressure's off, so to speak, right? You've been nervous about this. That's right. You know, now it's fun time. So have your cocktails, enjoy, and we want to have that music that's going to enhance it. And take that into consideration when you're finding your music for your ceremony and your cocktail hour. There were so many people that just want the same thing, but do something new, add a little bit more spice, and you're not really going to crank up your bill, so to speak. It's not going to cost that much more to change your musician for a cocktail hour when you look at the big picture. Absolutely. But change it, get people in the mood to now party, get them to drink, and get them to start getting pumped up and ready for the reception. Yeah, and I feel like moving right on into the reception is is really going into that third movement component you were saying. And ideally, pretty safe at this point. Got through the ceremony. Now you're having fun at the cocktail hour. Now there's the intro component of the reception. I've always felt like the opening the room component is so important for bands to also take note of when guests are coming in. I mean, it's the first impression. And you can always tell when you see the guests come in what kind of party it's going to be from a band's perspective. And it's important that we are already creating movement. We're playing when they are opening the doors already. Again, they're following the music to build on the last two hours, like you were saying, you know? No, I feel like that's always just a really important part is to establish the opening of the room set. Correct. And like what you just said, opening the doors the music's playing already and then the doors open and now that music from the band is pulling people in i also think it's key then what the band's playing right away you know play something cool play it you know you don't have to be heavy hitting club music right in the beginning but something that's going to appeal to everybody because you want to make it an inviting feel i like to get people dancing as soon as they walk into the room i think that's a big component if you can get people to dance from the from the opening of the room set even i mean it just is you're letting them know hey we're here to have a good time and this is where we want all of you to be but one of the things we also like to do is bring the horns or the singers out onto the dance floor to even start that component and i hope that people who are hiring live entertainment tell the band to start off strong and get people on the dance floor at the beginning of the component of the reception too it sets the tone for the band for the whole night as well i think absolutely you know when you get people dancing right in the very beginning and the band is playing great music that appeals to everybody you're building a foundation for a great party. And you know as well as I do that when you break that wall down right in the beginning, you're walking in, you're bopping, and we're telling everybody the dance floor is open. I think that's so great and a great way to build it. You've seen it with us where it just works and it puts everybody in a good mood and everybody keeps on talking about how they danced as soon as they walked in in the door. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. How do you feel somebody can get started with picking the song that they will be walking into? Like, how do we know there's the right fit for that one? You really want it to be high energy, whichever one it is. Right. So now you have the music, whether it's a band or DJ, we're getting everybody up and dancing. Pick something that's upbeat for your bridal party introductions. Do a separate song for the bride and groom as well. And I love it when it's a popular song or a song that means a lot to the bride and groom, a fun song that is really going to bring the energy in the room. That is so key also now for the party success. 
because you want the energy to come in and you want the bride and groom to just walk in with big smiles and be excited to be there. The analogy I use for that is if you're having a party at your house and your guests arrive and there's knock at the door, you go and you open the door and you're like, hey, Matt, how are you? Great to see you. Come on in. Versus the and you go, hey, how are you? Come in. You just set a completely different tone for your party at your house. It's the same thing with a wedding, except it's magnified even more because now you're dealing with a bigger party. You're dealing with 125, 50, 200, 250 guests. You really want to get everybody so excited. So when the bride and groom hear their names and they're introduced for the first time as husband and wife, they come into the room, the music is upbeat. I love it when it's something that you can come into. And what's even cooler, we've done this start a dance set right then Mm -hmm. as the bride and groom come in, maybe just a couple of minutes with a song, but everybody's dancing. Then ask everybody to move to the outside of the dance floor and you have the bride and groom right in the center. And I love keeping all of your guests standing and around the outside of the dance floor because I think it's a great backdrop for the photographer. When he's taking a picture of the bride and groom in the center of the room, there's all of your friends behind you. Instead of seeing people sitting at their tables, they're all standing there. They're watching you. It's huge, yeah. So maybe if somebody is discussing the night and planning out the night and going over those details, have the guests standing around you in a circle. Please surround them, give them space, but don't sit down right away. Either be dancing or be surrounding them for their first dance if you decide to go into the first dance there. You yeah, know? exactly. So and it's then, a big takeaway. And then invite your guests to join in in your wedding song. Mm-hmm. So maybe mm-hmm. dance half of the wedding song by yourself. If you're having it choreographed, just choreograph half the song. Keep your guests involved with the invention of smartphones and technology, people's attention span has gotten shorter and shorter. It's so key to keep the energy moving and keep people involved and keep them involved in the party itself. So by inviting them to join in the first dance, you got them right in there. And then let's go into one or two upbeat songs right again and get the dance party. You had everybody at cocktail hour, hour and a half, drinking and eating. We got to get people involved and get them up and dancing. And again, the old ways with the reception, the way weddings used to be is you would do your bridal party introduction, your bride and groom introduction. Bride and groom would dance by themselves for the first dance. Then you would do the father-daughter dance and the groom-mother dance. Then you would do grace, toast, first course. No dancing at all. Could actually even be an hour with no dancing at all. And when you think about it, there's really only 240 minutes to a wedding. If you just blew 60 minutes right up front with no dancing, you really don't have that much left. And think about it, 240 minutes to a wedding, right? That's four hours. So how much dancing are you going to do? Because you have first course, main course, dessert, toasts. You know, keep it moving, get people dancing early, and then space it out. You get people comfortable early, too. That's key. You know, Absolutely. Because really if by the time an hour has gone by, and then they say, let's get everybody on the dance floor, and then they're not comfortable at that point because they've been sitting or they don't want to, that's for our band, it's one of the hardest components is when 
we're trying to get people out there. We're literally on the dance floor ourselves. And you just see them just bored in the corner by that point because they're just playing words with friends or something on their phones right, right, as opposed right, right. to actually enjoying the time. Yeah. So it, a seamless flow, thinking about it from beginning middle to the end like you were saying you have an instrumentation a setup for the ceremony you have an instrumentation a setup and an energy for the cocktail hour you have high energy for the beginning of the reception you get people dancing early in the start right away so that everybody gets comfortable and how do you wrap up the whole night how do you decide what the ending of the night should be do you discuss that with people too what they want their last song to be or do you kind of tell them to try to leave it up to the band uh, well i think some clients really do want to end the night with this one song I mean, that last hour of a wedding is just crazy, and that is the 1812 overture, mm-hmm. in, a, in a way, with cannons and explosions going off, not literally, but musically. Kind of explosions. They do have the fireworks stuff there, and sometimes there are actual fireworks, too, True. set up. I might have to get one of those flamethrowers out of my saxophone at some point. <laughs> <laughs> so think about these things. Think about how we can create a seamless flow into the night. Listen, you're going to spend a year planning this whole thing out. And if you can visualize music to seamlessly progress you through the different parts of the evening, everybody's going to have a pretty clear indication of where to go, what they're listening for, where the energy's at, and then hopefully having a great time. Exactly. Get people out on the dance floor early, get them dancing, keep them dancing. But then again, keep that seamless flow right from when the guests arrive, from ceremony to cocktail hour, from cocktail hour to reception. And always think about that impression of moving into the next part of the wedding, from ceremony, moving into cocktail hour, and create that visual and almost like a soundtrack to a movie where they pan the camera and you start hearing the music before the camera Hmm. actually gets to that scene. Hmm. Closing thoughts for a closing of a wedding. What do you think is the greatest way somebody can end the wedding? (laughs) What is outside of like people jumping on each other's shoulders, tying their ties around their heads, shirts ripped open, people going, you know, backflips, doing the worm on the dance floor. What do you think are some of the strongest ways that somebody could hopefully close out the evening outside of all those components? Well, you know, I think sometimes it's very cool and it sounds different, but let me just put this out there is you do the wedding song again, get everybody back out on the dance floor, dedicated to the bride and groom, but then right after that, you end with a big one again. Hmm. So it wasn't really the end, but we got you back out on the dance floor. You got your wedding song again, but now kick it in with like a really upbeat song. Real upbeat song, and hopefully a great flow to the day, to the night. That's what I think is a great way to visualize it. Think about it in three separate movements. Listen, we hope to hear from you and we hope to see you on the dance floor in all of the movements. Closing thoughts here, Scott? Yeah, just talk with your professionals. Make sure everybody's on the same wavelength. Think of the whole night, not just one song, one segment. Everything has got to flow and everything has to work. But you've got a lot of time. Think about it and discuss it with everybody. Let's move on to one of our party review segments here. Scott, do you have a recent review we can chime in on and share with our audience here? Absolutely. We have a review that just came in on the Craig Scott Band. Woo woo! Exactly. And this review says, The Craig Scott Band played at my daughter's wedding this past weekend. They were amazing. Initially, guests thought the vocals were recorded. The voices of these singers are outstanding. The horns... Wow. Put all those pieces together and they cannot be beat. These folks had everyone on their feet. They were truly engaging. We gave them very little guidance and told them to use their judgment. They could have not done a better job. More than I could have asked for. They were terrific. Wow. 
that's a whole bunch wrapped into that and what a huge statement with all of those all those components thank you so much for leaving that review we appreciate that greatly yes we do and thank you so much for letting us be a part of your wedding thanks a lot for listening everybody we will see you the next time thank you for listening to party notes today for more information about us please visit craigscott.com If you enjoyed today's topics and found it informative, please help us grow by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts and share the show with someone planning a wedding or party. For questions or topics you would like us to discuss, send us an email to info at craigscott.com. Thanks again for listening. I'm Scott Hornack, and I hope to see you on the dance floor.